Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Well, hello, baby. My goodness. Oh, baby, I got to tell you, we are live in Bolton today. What in the world? Yeah, that's right. You know it. Luckily, we get the chance to be here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile from time to time. And today it is Spring is Here Open House. Hoorah! We are happy, 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 happy to be here. want to see you in the next couple of hours during weekend gardening. And, of course, um, have the opportunity to talk to you, have the opportunity to take some information that you want to send to us Basically, if you text today, you'll be texting Daniel. Hey, Daniel, and he'll tell me what you said, if it's appropriate. But more than likely, this is a phone-in show, 888-808-8637, if you want to talk to me today. That's going to be the way to do it, because we are live at Gaddis and McLaurin. Hardware, feed, seed, everything you need, they've got it. This has been a wonderful weekend for them, both yesterday and today. They've been celebrating this, you know, I mean, come on. If you've been here since 1871, you deserve to celebrate at least once a year, if not twice or three times. I'm happy to say that Rebecca Turner and um, the, the Good Things were here yesterday. They had a wonderful time. And I'm here with Weekend Gardening today. But you know what? I think I got the best of the bunch. Because at 9 o'clock this morning, the Bonnie Plant truck will be getting here. Mm -hmm. Now, there's already Bonnie Plants here. And they are, in fact, buy one, get one. Okay, But when 9 o'clock gets here, it's going to be even bigger and better. Because a lot of people bought a lot of plants yesterday. Of course, Gaddison McLaurin also has seeds. They have every kind of possible garden product that you're looking for, including some of the ones that I find it difficult to locate. They do keep them here because they are the center of the world. But if it doesn't matter what you're into. You may not even be gardening. There's going to be something in here that you need, something you've been wishing you had, and something, quite frankly, that will benefit both your house and your garden. I'm always enamored of their selection of bird feeders. And because, of course, this is the point where the migration begins this this weekend, we've been hearing from the hummingbird people in North Mississippi. We've been hearing from the birding people all the way um, down on the coast, getting themselves into getting ready to watch the songbird migration and, and all of those things. This is all happening now. So whatever you're up to, you need some bird feeders. You need a new one? <laughs> Guess what? Gaddison McLaurin's going to have one for you. But that's by no means all. There are so many wonderful products here and so many terrific people that are going to tell you all about them. This is no just wander around and see if you can find something place. When you come here to Gaddison McLaurin, you're going to have somebody helping you out, asking you questions just like you're asking them to make sure you get the exact thing that you're looking for. So glad to see folks already coming in this morning. Yes, there's donuts, there's coffee. We've got giveaways. We've got just such wonderful opportunities today to spend some time together. And I do hope that you all will come and see me here. Garden Mama doesn't get out as much as she used to. You know, pandemic and all those kind of things kind of slowed down our traveling. But 
we're back on the road now and here today in Bolton. If you don't know where Bolton is, we're right off Interstate 20. And in fact, easy peasy to get to from once you get off Interstate 20. You just keep on, on coming into Bolton and you'll find us. And it's also true that when you come to Bolton, you're going to see things you hadn't seen before because you, you really do have to pay attention when you travel about in our state. And Bolton is one of those places. Lots of times we talk to people, you know, if you've been in business since the 1800s, for goodness sakes, a lot of things are about memories. And that's true, what people want from year to year and how people want to tell their stories. I have a bit of information for you today, a really good start starting place for us from the University of Otago. The research there is letting us know in a long-term study, they selected a group of people who didn't necessarily know how to tell that story. You know, if you've ever been to a family reunion or, or even just a Sunday dinner and Aunt Nellie, let's call her that, tells the same story over and over again, you may or may not remember it. You may may or may not want to remember it. But if she's had a little bit of coaching and knows how to tell a story, she can plant that with you. And, in fact, it'll stay with you for many, many years and do you some good. This uh, The lead professors here are talking about adolescents who had a much better sense of their own well-being because they're connected to their families and to their past. And, indeed, being able to tell that story is what they were coaching the moms to do. So long-term research tells us it's really important. It doesn't take long to figure out how to tell a story, but if you've never done it before, somebody needs to help you. And in this case, it's the University of Otago, and they have been doing that. I think that is terrific. I know that there's some things that um, I should be doing housekeeping-wise here today, so let me just first of all tell you that Ken Hackman is wonderful, and I really appreciate him sitting in for me last week and every time that he does that. Um, this was indeed the bigger weekend um, in, in my world with family and wedding and one thing. And not mine. Don't get excited. Um, <laughs> but having the chance to be there with my family and have Ken take the helm was really, really important to me. And I thank you all for giving him your attention. Um, something that I did notice when I was thinking about him and thinking about all of the birding that people are doing now is really the way that we all think about horticulture in the garden. In other words, growing plants, the science of it becomes something that we just do. Same is true with birding. Going out and counting birds or identifying them and those sorts of things becomes just part of our routine. Well, Iowa State University is letting us know that that's really a good idea. Exercise for only a half an hour, and that could be walking, that could be strolling, that could be gardening, that could be pulling weeds, that could be mowing, it could be whatever it is can indeed work along with therapies, sometimes in advance of therapies, to help alleviate depression symptoms. Not going to tell you anything is a cure for depression. It's not. Depression is a thing. It exists. We have to deal with it. And one of the ways that we're finding, and Iowa State University is confirming, one of the ways to deal with it is to get out and do something. Exercise. You might be exercising I don't know, sweating to the oldies. I mean, whatever you're doing, you might be in the garden. I hope you're in the garden. And if you're not in the garden, maybe you're in the indoor garden and you're grooming those plants and repotting and getting a little enthusiasm going out there. And then you find yourself taking a walk around the block. It is, of course, one of the reasons to have a pet. 
and giving that getting that exercise for the pet and for you all works to both individuals well-being i love the idea um of the description about depression that they're talking about and the ways that exercise alleviates it. It's a long and involved story, and, of course, you can get more information about it either from Science Daily or from Iowa State's research arm. But the point is, do it. Get up, get out, and get around. And you may find that you are feeling better. And, in fact, if you are using therapeutic um, interventions already, Add exercise to that regime. It's it's important and it will help you a whole lot. Hey, Nellie. It, yes, sir. Oh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we got a no, couple callers that called in. Great, Mike, wonderful. Uh, the first caller is Mike from Houston, and he wants to talk right, about watermelons. All righty, put him on. Hey, Mike. Hey, Garden Mama. This is Nellie. I'm at a yard sale right now, but I told everybody I'm going to be talking in the background. But anyway. Um, Everybody saying hi, your mom and one your fans here. <laughs> Tell uh, them all hello for me. <laughs> okay, oh, hold on a second. Now, hold on. Let me hear the conversation. Good okay. morning, everybody. <laughs> hey, y'all! Thank you so much for being there with Mike. Let's talk about watermelons. <laughs> okay, watermelons. Oh, thank I've never you. Them okay, and uh, since I've never since I've never planned them before. Uh, I was heard you had to have a mound and put two or three seeds in it. Can mm-hmm. I not take That's a small th- bag of pot and soil and bust it open, take the plastic off, and just plant them in that? Well, maybe. Um, the The issue will be how far the roots can go because they got to get out of the bag and into the ground. When we talk about planting squash or watermelons or you know, a lot of things, kakutsa and merloton and all that sort of stuff. We talk about planting it on a, on a hill, even pumpkins. What we're trying to do is give the, the seeds the best opportunity to start. So we generally think about, for example, a four by four area for most pumpkins is going to work. And you pull the soil up so that you just have sort of a raised mound in the top, but the soil itself is not different from the soil underneath it because you do want your roots to go on into that soil. So here's what I think. You may have come up with a real innovative way of doing this. In fact, and and it should work, but I would be really interested for you to poke some holes in the bag when you put it on the ground in the bottom so that the roots can get their way through there or at least one big slit or something. It's going to be a little messy to do, but it will make a lot of difference in the way those roots can get on into the ground afterwards. I say try it. Let me know how it works. Okay, I was going to rip the whole bag off. Just use that pot and soil as a. Well, you can certainly do that. A lot of people do plant right in the bag, though, for something. So you could do that. But if you can get rid of the bag itself, then use a mix up a little bit of your soil that's there with it, just so you're not putting them directly in, as, as we would say, the very, very best premium thing, and then expecting them to go into well my yazoo clay <laughs> whatever your soil is so use a little bit of the native soil with it mix it make your mound and go ahead and plant let's see what happens also okay. sunflowers last year mm-hmm. i had a lousy crop so uh i uh hey there and um i i did tediously i planted certain depth and stuff like that when I went to, uh, when I grew up by the road, by the landfill, they, what they did, they took a handful and just threw them out in the yard, and they mm-hmm. come up wonderfully. It depends on your soil. Me. It depends on how much residual either rainfall or water happens to reach that spot. 
But sunflowers can be very easy to sprout. They can also be a bit challenging. It does. It takes just a. It's not really a trick, but you you don't want to plant in dry soil. And if you are burying them too deep, they won't sprout. But I don't. I don't. I don't want you to lay them on the ground, but I, I might spread sprinkle them out there and then cover them with the soil rather than trying to bury them in the soil. Okay, when you said that, it reminded me of something. Uh, All right. Uh, I got I got over twenty five different varieties I'm planting, but if I if I do sow them and put some potting soil on top of it, I've got a plastic drum, you know, a plastic 55-gallon drum. Shall I roll mm-hmm. over it? Just more or less to yes. make them con- yes. have Yes, absolutely. Absolutely roll over it. It's always a good idea. Even if, if you're planting anything that needs sunlight also, you, you roll rather than bury. But sunflowers tend to need... Tend, sunflowers also need to make good contact with the soil that they're going to come up in. But sunflowers don't need to be planted too deeply. Okay. And that is a nice Thank you, Mike. Give everybody a wave for me, okay? I got to go on to the next caller here this morning. I really appreciate that. I love that people um, are sweet enough to listen and and holler in with Mike. That's great. Daniel, who have you got? Yeah, so the next caller we have on the line here is Jody from Harrison County. All righty. Oh, good morning, Harrison County. Hey, Jody, what's going on? Hello, Jody. Okay, maybe he'll call back. Um, I, I was I always like it when they tell me I should eat things that I want. I've long said that once they decide that chicken's no good, I'm in trouble because I'm I'm a I'm a poultry fan from way way back. But this week, the American Heart Association is letting us know that a 30-year study. Thank you very much. Of more than a hundred thousand people, all of them health professionals of one sort or another. Uh, discovered that if you ate two servings of avocado, now I have to say I don't. It doesn't tell me exactly how much that is. It does. I don't have a weight, and I don't have a number of avocado, and I don't have all this. But two servings, whatever's a serving, ha- actually lowers the risk of having any cardiovascular uh, diseases that you were were likely to get. In other words, it's not going to prevent it, but it's going to lower your risk. And that's very important. The Journal of the American Heart Association, I don't I know that they don't they're they're real solid. If this was the Avocado Council, I might be a little more skeptical about the research. But since it's the American Heart Association, I'm willing to tell you that they believe it is the first large prospective study, in other words, starting from way, way back when and carrying through the research all the way through this whole time. It's kind of neat, kind of nifty. Um, it is an open access. It is peer-reviewed, so everybody can, as they say, poke at it and try and put holes in the, the, the trusts, uh, the, the tests, rather, and if you want to trust a study, peer-reviewed is always the way to go. These are particularly notable findings, they tell us. Since we have incredibly increased our avocado consumption in the last 20 years, which I consider a very good thing myself, I love this. There were um, a variety of ages of people, and the participants were basically healthy at the beginning of the study, and they all lived in the United States. They indeed saw that in relationship to the average of the populations of their age groups and their sex, they literally lowered their risk of developing cardiovascular disease. So that's very exciting. And, of course, because it's avocados, I'm, I'm happy about it because that's one of the things I really like. 
888-808-8637. That is the telephone number where you can get in on the show today. We're we're going to talk to some folks here at Gaddis McLaurin, and I'm, I'm hopeful it'll be in the next segment. We just will have to wait and see. But let me tell you something. When you're looking for somebody to help you fix something, when you're looking for somebody to help you figure out how to do something, when you're looking for a particular product, or you're looking for that thing that nobody else has, a lot of times this is going to be your place to find it. And why I say that is they, they have a very deep selection. For example, if you're trying to buy a garden hose and you know what you want, you're probably going to find it on this shelf because it's a big shelf and there's many different types as opposed to having to go somewhere and just buy whatever's there. You don't have to do that here. This is a fencing, bird feed, good heavens, chicken feed. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting right next to a whole rack of the different kinds of chicken feed that, that one needs. And you all know I used to work in a hardware store many years ago that carried these all of these different sorts of things and i do believe that it is the thing that every town needs so i'm really very very happy to be here celebrating open house and celebrating spring with the folks here at gaddis and mclaurin and bolton one of the i have to tell you this is it's really fun people are having donuts people are having coffee there's even some cold water and cold soda out here. There's hats. There's all kind of stuff. I've got some Super Talk mugs that are antiques. So you want to you look at it? You want to talk about it? Come on out here. Come and see me. I'm Garden Mama. I am in Bolton, Mississippi this morning at Gaddis and McLaurin. I thank you very much for listening to Weekend Gardening. Right now, you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Please never use gas appliances for purposes which they are not intended. A gas oven should never be used for heating purposes and never store flammable materials inside propane cylinders. The Mississippi Propane Gas Association takes pride in protecting your home or business. We ensure that our products are delivered in compliance with the highest industry safety standards. Plus, we offer free gas checks for our customers. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. 
Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family, you can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Welcome in. This is Weekend Gardening coming to you live from Gaddison McLaurin, right here in Bolton, Mississippi on Madison Avenue, Madison Street, excuse me. Beautiful folks, great stuff. You need to be here. The Bonnie truck's going to be here at 9. Where are you? Come on. You know you want to come have a donut and some coffee and see if I can actually talk and look at you at the same time. I had someone tell me that the last time I was here. I wanted to see if you could pay any attention to the people around you. (laughs) And I'm able to do that. I'm pretty good. But, yeah, frankly, in radio, the main thing is my voice. I really, really like the fact that no matter where you are, you can listen to me if you want to. You can have me in your ear. I appreciate it more than you will ever, ever know. And there's there's always things in life that challenge us, things that bring us uh, sometimes right, you know, up, 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 and then down, down, down. The world just goes on and keeps on spinning. And when we're gardeners, 
we keep on growing and i appreciate all of you for that i was so happy to um hear that we've got uh you'll let me know when you get jody back on the line hey daniel yes ma'am he is actually back on the line and ready to ask you a question good morning jody thanks for calling how's harrison county this morning besides beautiful (laughs) i don't know what else to say it's a little chilly but it is gorgeous it's a great plant for sure yes sir um I, I was wondering, I, I moved my vegetable garden. Remember, I called you about two years ago and asked you about some ground that played out, and you told me to put trace elements in it, and it's doing really well. So I moved my vegetable garden into that. And what mm-hmm. I wanted to do was plant all my sweet corn and millet in the old garden, and I lined it every year for like 16 years, and I, I don't think I need to add lime this year. I just wanted your opinion on that. I can almost guarantee that you don't. And short of taking a soil test, I'm, I, I'm, here's why. On average, our soils, even your kind of relatively sandy one, stays close to neutral until it ages. And then if you're liming it, you're going to keep that pH right around neutral where you want it to be. You can always do a, a quick soil test if you need to. But I'm, I think you're going to be fine. We don't think about liming quite as often as you do, but you're more on top of it than a lot of people. So I think you'll be fine this year. What variety of corn are you planting? I'm sorry, what variety? It's going to be uh, yeah. bantam sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. That, yeah, that's a good corn. Yeah, it's delicious, Go. and it only grows about four or five feet tall. And I'm—I keep having problems with the storms coming through and blowing it over. But it's, I don't think it's going to blow this over this year because it's—it's thicker at the base, and that's why I switched to this. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. My mother has uh, quite a few Japanese plums. And every year, I was looking at them this morning. They get the little plums on them and they fall off. What is what's missing? Do you you know? Well, mm, it's hard because, like you said, there's storms, and those fruits are kind of fragile. They will get knocked off, but usually in a longer picture, if, if fruit falls off, we think about it in terms of the really interesting occasions that can happen to cause a fruit to do that. It can be as simple as... A nutrition problem in other words they there wasn't enough to hold it on long enough for it to ripen or it could be something as simple as too much water in the root zone from all the storms because the plant will throw the fruit off in order to have the plant survive do you see what i'm saying so it could be it could be either end of that problem it could either be that conditions are too good and therefore, the the plant is so rich with nitrogen and so full of nutrients that it just flings the fruit off. Or it could be that things are a little bit on the stressed side. What we find up here in central Mississippi is that our growing season is not long enough. We will get the fruit, but they don't have long enough to ripen. I know those fruit have been on that Japanese plum since probably November in your part of the world, and that's why they can ripen through the winter. But they do fall off in response to storms. They fall off in response to wet soil. But they also fall off in response to a nutrition problem. So I don't, I can't really tell you why, but I can tell you what throws them off generally. I, sh- I so love Japanese plums. I was enjoying some just last week when I was in New Orleans. Really nice fruit. Yep. They're good. Has she pruned the tree? Has she pruned the tree? Wait, I have one more idea. Has she pruned the tree at all ever? No, in other words, way, oh. I mean, we have. 
Get up I understand. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it, it probably is nutrition then because it just, the tree's gotten too big for what it can soak up. So I'd give it some fruit tree fertilizer yeah. this spring and hope for a better year next year. Okay, what, what kind of fertilizer? Anyone made for fruit trees. Um, in other words, something that's going to have a low amount of nitrogen and a little higher on the phosphorus and potassium. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, ma'am. Sure, thank you. You take Uh, care. Thank you for calling today. Oh, I wish it was going to be soon. I don't have a trip planned to Harrison County, but I'm sure thinking about it. So if any of y'all, you know, garden centers, hardware stores, events, anything at all, you want me to be there, you just need to get in touch with the folks at Supertalk, and they will be more than happy to bring me to you. Okay? Okay. All right, we got a bunch of texts. I'm going to try to get through some of them in this segment for you. Um, this is an interesting one. What birds make nests on your porch? And there are several, actually, there are several different birds that will make a mud nest is what they're asking about. And it, it's usually, when I think about that, I think about barn swallows because they used to make nests at, at, at a, where I lived before. Might be, a, might be a barn swallow. Could, though, be a purple martin. So I'm I'm going to tell you that I don't know and get in touch with the birding folks in your area to be sure which one it is. But, yeah, they'll do that. Absolutely will do that. Is it time to plant tomatoes in Crystal Springs? Yep. Um, let's see. That was easy enough. Thank you for your welcomes back from, from Greg and Ken and whatnot. Y'all are sweet to do that. Thank you, Brian. Beautiful hydrangeas from what I hear. I will see them at a later point. Really lovely, though for you to do that for us um and a good question planted garlic whole the whole 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 garlic thing um and and should i have taken it apart yes um and actually you should have planted them individually not not peeled but but individually in um about september so if you planted this in back in september I wouldn't dig it up. I would just look. I mean, you probably have lots and lots of stems coming up from it, so it may be an unusual harvest. But if you just planted it, yeah, dig it up and, t- and break it apart and plant them individually. If you don't peel them, just plant them in, plant the cloves individually. I hope that will help a little bit. Oh, this is a tough question from the Delta. What is the rose with the best smell? This is so personal, so, you know, so tied to what you like and what you don't like. Some some roses smell like citrus. Some roses smell like the classic rose smell. And some have more fragrance than others. So um, I have to tell you that if I only had one, it would be Clotilde Super. I grow that rose. Y'all know I'm very attached to that one. And and it is um, an old rose, but it's not impossible to find by any means. And the smell of it, it smells like roses to me. But it's a really personal question. <laughs> That's a tough one. Thinking about the uh, the tomatoes, it is where I am today. It's been in the mid-40s. That means that my soil is still not too warm, but especially if you're going into containers, it's a perfect time to get them started. And if you're going to start in the uh, garden soil, just make sure that you're not planting in super wet soil or in super in soil that is going to be, frankly, wet for a week. In other words, it's so muddy because that will that'll crush those roots. One thing that we do a lot of times is we end up with a tomato plant that has. I had had this great question this week. Um, the tomato plant that has too much stem, 
And if you're growing in a container, you you know, we always say, well, just bury that. But if you're growing in a container, you can't actually do that because you can't dig it any deeper than the container is. So the answer there is just to really very gently make it lie down in the trench or in the in the soil that you're planting and make a little trench and, and lay that the root lay the stem in there and let the top come out you you have to be careful not to break it but it will work very very well and you'll, you'll be glad that you did you'll also have the advantage of more roots so if you have had a problem with tomato plants tipping over or getting blown out in a in a summer storm having that extra amount of roots that will form along that stem really does make a difference helps a whole lot so do that you'll be glad that you did I have been out uh, in admiring the late daffodils that I planted. And in fact, uh, most of them are in containers. And I, I picked more than a hundred flowers this week, which was kind of exciting. Gave a lot of things away and my house is full. So it's been really fun. I did not expect this to happen. I thought I was just sticking them in pots so that I wouldn't lose the bulbs. And they went ahead and put on a big show anyway. So. I'm here to tell you that all of my, yes, you have to plant those in October. Yes, you should do that by November, all that sort of thing. That's all true. But um, on occasion, and certainly don't let the bulbs go, give yourself the chance to plant them either way, whether you're doing it now or whether you're doing it um a month from now, you may look around and find the uh, you may look around and find that bag of bulbs in the back of the car or <laughs> in the garage, and people will often call in July and say, "I just picked up this thing and found all these bulbs that I had never did plant and forgot about." Well, the it's still answer is still going to be plant them and get them ready for next year because they're not going to last as well in your in the back of your car. Let's face it, okay, <laughs> no question. Lots of daffodils do bloom in the southeast, so when you're looking at uh, all those ads that you get, you have a chance to pick out some varieties. I wanted to just run through a quick list for you. Um, I have Red Devon. I'll let you know next year whether or not it, it naturalized. But the the ones that reliably do this, Carlton, February Gold, Geranium, Hawera. You want me to send you this list? Send me an email, mamaonair at yahoo.com. Or if you get the Garden Mama Weekly, it's in there this week. Um, Jack Snipe is another good one. Jet Fire. These are all repeating or naturalizing daffodils that you can count on for years at a time. Really, really wonderful plants and ones that I like myself simply because you can plant them this year and enjoy them forever. Now, here's the thing. What will cause a daffodil not to bloom anymore? Sometimes it's buried too deep. You may have either planted it too deeply or you may actually have had them sink because that does happen too. Um, I, I want you to understand that that is possible. It does happen, and it's just one of those things that you've got to go out and dig them up and and move them about again so that they're not so crowded. Um, they will. They they can also become so healthy. And sometimes this is the case. If you plant them, say, four inches apart so that they're going to put on a good show the first year, by about the third year, you may have clumps that are so thick they can't even send up flower stems. Sometimes over-fertilizing will do that. Sometimes less light than they were in when you dug them up from somewhere. <laughs> that can also do that, too. So if they're not blooming, if, you, if your daffs didn't bloom this year, there are several reasons for it. And we'll be more than ha- happy to help you figure out what those are. 
I do have a, a, a wonderful, wonderful bit of information for you today that I think is so much fun. The, uh, the, the Irish playwright, George Bernard Shaw, who was always insisted on being called Bernard Shaw, um, said that suppose the world was only one of God's jokes, just one of God's jokes. Would you work any the less to make it a good joke instead of a bad one? I like that. As a quote of the week, I think I could use that quote every week, frankly, because it is indeed an important thing to consider. Um, you, you may look around and say, well, this garden's not doing so great. I think I'll till it under. And that would certainly be your right, because guess what? It's your garden. You can do whatever you want. But on the other hand, if a little bit more work would turn it into a good garden instead of a bad garden, well, why wouldn't you do that, too? I bet you would. I'll bet you would. Um, oh, I also had a question this week about the Van Sion daffodil and whether or not it will grow in this part of the world. Of course, it, it will. It, it, Van Sion is an old daffodil that literally is different every year. Sometimes it'll have a whole uh, lot of flower look to it. Other times it almost looks all green. They're twisty flowers and twisty petals, and sometimes they're bigger and sometimes they're littler. It's a very variable one. But, it, yes, it does grow here, and it does very, very well. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful daffodil to me. not every, People who want things to be consistent and to be the same every year, um, I've known people that, Never ever painted a room the different color. They, you know, they never did, did anything like that. Never painted the trim on the house a different color because they liked it the way it was and they weren't going to do anything different. Well, you probably won't like Van Sion if that's your case. So <laughs> I hope that you will uh, give yourself the opportunity to try something different. Try a different one. Hmm, something to think about. Well, there's news today. There's your phone calls, your texts. And just a whole lot of information here at Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton. I just saw one of my good buddies come by here a minute ago. I think we'll be talking, and uh, I hope you'll stick around for it. It's a good day. Come see me. This is Weekend Gardening. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. In Mississippi, we look out for one another because that's the Mississippi way. I'll be honest, not long ago, I was unsure about getting the COVID-19 vaccine because I had a lot of questions. And after talking to my healthcare provider, I got the answers I needed to make an informed decision about protecting myself and my community because that's the Mississippi way. Got questions? Get informed by visiting the MSWay.com or talking to one of the physicians with the Mississippi State Medical Association. NextGuard of Fox Alonor is the number one vet-recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. 
and its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs, too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. (laughs) Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly cheesesteak sandwich or wrap, melt-in-your-mouth pulled pork sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Dr. Will Lomplett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want to be your one-stop for comprehensive family dentistry, all under one roof. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Bridge Builders. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This spring, we're feeling bold new colors and a natural glow. Find it all during 21 Days of Beauty, happening now at Ulta Beauty. Discover daily beauty steals at 50% off the must-haves from brands like Anastasia Beverly Hills and Tarte. And discover the hottest new arrivals like, drumroll please, Fenty Beauty, now at Ulta Beauty. Beauty's biggest event ends April 2nd. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. Thank you very much for being here with me at Gaddis and McLaurin. Lots of nice smiling folks coming in with the donuts and the one thing and another. It's just really a delight to see everybody this morning. I don't think I've ever been here that I haven't had a chance to talk to my buddy Bill Maley. Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. I'm so glad to see you. You too, bud. The problem is Uh that you're retired. You told me not to say nothing about it. Now you (laughs) have to make up your mind. You're too busy. You're too busy to do anything. Uh, If you're ready to go to work, I highly recommend retirement. (laughs) I'm serious. The list is long. And I think people look and say, well, you know, Bill's retired. He can do this. Exactly. We'll put you on the other list. That's right. Exactly. But I love it. But. 
uh, well, now tell me something. You've been planting, you've been growing, and there's an awful lot, but you've got to have been fishing. <sighs> Not a whole no? lot. No, oh, but, no. But, but, but I had a daughter tell me the other day that it's time for you to crank up again, Daddy. Yep, it is. And it absolutely so, is. And, and I, matter of fact, just, my buddies are calling me and uh, saying, hey, Bill, I know you're real busy and you got some things going on, but... Uh, how about three days? Just give me a few days. Yep, Come on. That's it. Know. That's it. We, we fish the cranks. I'll save you some fillets. Well, and that's what we really do. We we treasure the things that we're not doing today that we know we can because you've got a little bit of time. That's now, I'm going to say this. Nobody's asked me to do this, but I'm going to say you have on a shirt from one of my favorite places besides Gaddison McLaurin, of course. Two Dog Farms is one of the best. And right, that, right. I didn't know they had such a good shirt. They need to send well, me one. During <laughs> during COVID, they uh they were trying to do a little fundraiser. So, oh, I like so that. So we bought some shirts. I like and that. And their three little kids call me Uncle Bill. They're so cute. And they won't come around through the gate. They find a hole in the fence. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> normal. Little, yeah. little, little, little two-year-old comes out and says, hey, Uncle Bill, hey, that's Uncle great. Bill. I love it. I love it. They're great folks. They are. They're wonderful. They grow really good. You know, we talk about, everybody says, you know, how hard it is. What are you talking about, all this sustainable, this and that, and the other thing? Well, yep. that's exactly what they're doing every day of the year the, at Two Dog Farms. And are. frankly, I didn't teach them any of that. You know, it's not that I'm making any of this stuff up. People say to me, where did you get that idea? What'd you, what are you talking about sustainable? It's like, come on, y'all. Come with me. Yeah. You, you remember that old song? Oh, yeah. I, I was country before country was cool. That's I was right. sustainable before sustainable was cool. <laughs> exactly. Because I learned how to garden from my grandfather who learned how to garden before World War II. Yeah. And if you bring the practices in that start with composting and soil production and, and renovation of the space, you never end up with that dust bowl. You that's end right. up with that's a place exactly. that will grow for years and years and years. And, and that's what they've done. That's what you do. And you open up your eyes and you look at the whole system and the good Lord set things in motion. Well, yeah, everything's and connected. People, that's for people, sure. Somebody's probably going to call me and tell me you shouldn't have said that. We got all these natural resources that are available to us, like deer and turkeys and stuff like yeah. that. And harvesting harvesting those animals to an extent is part of the management system. Yes. And you take one out, and another one replaces. Then that's exactly source. how we look at. People talk about why do you want to grow that plant and whatever that plant is at the time, mm-hmm. and it's because there is something about that plant. That gave it a spot here on the earth. Exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. that's how we got to having that plant here. I, I just had a story. I haven't gotten to it yet this morning, but there's another, much like our fire ants, there's a needle ant that's invading the East Coast. And they, they want to know what well, the answer is because they got brought here. They didn't ask to come. They, I don't they, think they have passports. They, did, they didn't even buy a ticket, <laughs> no. did they? No. And unfortunately, they didn't bring their predators with them. That's right. So that's, that's right. how we end up trying to reestablish those balances. And yeah. a lot of the, really a lot of the struggle of any kind of growing or gardening, whether it's farming or, you know, a, a house plant in your living room, is making sure that you grow it and not a whole lot of other things, you know, whether it's pests or fungus or I, I noticed this morning i'm sure they sell out by the end of may here they have that no gnat you know <laughs> to get the gnats out because we ooh, we had some gnats a couple of years ago but there's so many things that we don't that we take for granted exactly when it comes to all that and yet some of our interventions over the years hadn't been all that smart well, i was just telling my father-in-law was here for a visit and uh, <clears throat> told him i said sometime we folks as managers and biologists and all that, yes. we take one step too many over the line 
Well, yeah. And then Mama Nature says, oh, we can't do this. Mm-mm. That's so, true. So we got to pay close attention. And well, then, and of course, in your world, the, the work world that was all about wildlife biology, I know for sure that there's been kind of trends over the decades let's call them trends in what to do about those weeds in the water and what to do about the stocking and whether or not to stock this one or that one or the other thing and those issues are the things that your profession works out and yeah we do have to adapt from time to time and then one of my favorite things i had a group of uh, folks asked me to do a program on non-indigenous plants Mm -hmm. these beautiful things we brought the in ones we like as opposed to the ones we don't hurt. like <laughs> and and uh I, I googled and did some research on it and the list i got was 15 pages long oh yeah so i picked out a few and i threw a picture of honeysuckle up there mm-hmm. and i asked myself anybody know what this is that's native honeysuckle no it's not it's Japanese honeysuckle. Then I threw a picture of native honeysuckle. And nobody has or seen, even seen it. Or whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> they said, I've never seen that. Yeah. I said, well, that's because this honeysuckle is taking over the habitat area for mm-hmm. this honeysuckle. Exactly. So, but we got to be real careful bringing these things We in. do. We take so for granted, too. I have said for years that the reason that oak leaf hydrangea, which is the one that's native, doesn't get as much attention as the big fancy French that, red exactly, round-headed ones exactly. is because the native ones are native. And we, let's face it, I mean, you know, an expert is a journeyman far from home, you it's, know what I mean? They, they, so you, they say it's always been It's always there. been Ooh, there, what, you know. Yeah. And then we have people that love it and grab it and start making improvements on it, and all of a sudden we have them with big pink flower heads and all sorts of stuff but we also have to understand that these are plants that have that because they are indigenous because they are native here they are not necessarily the fastest performers the ones that get here from the other countries are the ones that look great that first year i think about crepe myrtle crepe myrtle is going to bloom when it's three feet tall you know (laughs) it's going to come forever okay and so we we love it it's been right up until Pretty recently, it's been fairly reliable. We have a lot of trouble now with the scale, of course. Yes, we do. But it it is one of those things that has been well-behaved to this point. But if it had been the oak leaf hydrangea, which barely ever puts on a flower till the third year, well, not so popular. No, Got to wait no. for that one. Why I am was, I waiting for this I one? Was gonna, you know? That's what I was going to say. The, the ones that are native that we haven't touched too much and altered too much, <clears throat> I had a lady come in my office years ago and says, something's wrong with my yellow poplar. I said, what's wrong with it? It don't put on flowers. She said, uh, I said, well, how long ago did you plant it? She said, two years ago. Mm. I said, well, ma'am, when you go through life, you're born, you grow, you mature, you blossom. Mm-hmm. Give it a little time. Got to have a little time Give for that Give it a little one. time. But that is a wonderful tree. I love it. I tell you I what. I love it, man. Between the... the the, of course, I'm I'm famous. I, I should be get paid every time I say his name, but I don't. Bob Bruzak is, of course, my source for a lot of that. From professor from Mississippi State, mm-hmm. who was it in when I met him, the curator at um, Crosby Arboretum, right. and he has compiled this the native plant lists, and actually has some charts of how long you have to wait. You know, <laughs> some notes, not charts, but notes about. Those things that, that other people haven't put together for yep. us, so we yep. have a chance to advise a little bit more wisely. And, and that, that makes things better. Because you, you have people that, I want it and I want it now. And you I, mean like normal 21st century human beings? That's right, <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. But uh, 
It's, so true. it's great thing to fool with. And I have well, I wanted you to career. come up here and talk to me now, and I'm happy that you did, Well, sir. I love you. Thank you. All Thank right. you very much. Thank I you, love ma'am. you, too. Right. Appreciate it, Bill. Bye-bye. Bill Maley, my friend. Here at Gaddis and McLaurin, y'all, come on now. It's time to talk about some plants, some tomatoes, and some thises and some thats. Stick with me. This is Weekend Gardening. What is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation's Child Saver Program? Well, sadly, car accidents are the leading cause of death for children under five. Mississippi law requires children under the age of four to be protected by child passenger restraint devices and children under the age of seven in a booster seat. With the Child Saver Program, Farm Bureau provides members the chance to order car and booster seats at a discount. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Propane is a safe, reliable, and clean energy source, and it's important that you are aware of these basic safety tips. Be sure that all family members are familiar with the smell of propane, know where the shutoff valve is, and what to do if a leak is suspected. Your propane provider will continue to offer a gas system check by one of their professionally trained technicians at no cost to you. Ask your provider for a pamphlet about more important propane safety info. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this spring? Miskelly Furniture. And during spring refresh days, it's a breeze to freshen up your home. Save up to $300 off the latest trends in home fashion. How about some mid-century modern? Or try something unexpected and spread your payments out over five years. Add the elegance of traditional dining or splash color all over a room. With savings like these, updating your home isn't just easy. It's so much fun during spring refresh days at all Miskelly locations. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. It's Melissa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Trump-era order that blocks asylum seekers from entering the country due to public health concerns, Title 42, is expected to come to an end soon. Congressman Michael Guest agrees that the White House allows that to happen. It's going to make the crisis at the southern border even worse. The first six months in the physical year, over one million immigrants were stopped coming across the border, and that was with Title 42 in place. Once Title 42 is removed, uh, we're going to see those numbers uh, go up two to three times what we are seeing now, and we are not prepared 
prepared. Both the Mississippi House and Senate have passed the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, or House Bill 606, which will provide funding to wildlife, fisheries, parks, and more. One of the recent changes of the bill includes the allowing of legislature to appropriate up to $20 million in funds, with no limit of how little they can designate to the fund each year, excluding federal funds. Originally, the funding was proposed to be taken from a sales tax diversion, but it was changed in the recently passed conference report. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Plans to repeal the current state song and replace it with multiple state songs that would be appropriate for all occasions are moving forward. Lawmakers chose Steve Azar's One Mississippi as the state's official song for the genre of contemporary music. America's music birthplace where rock and roll was made out of our gospel and blues and that pure country tune. Azar serves as the state's music and culture ambassador. The song came to life after former Governor Phil Bryant asked him to write something for the state bicentennial in 2016. The goal now is to take it to the take it to the kids and let it be their song that can unify us all. Because we are one Mississippi, and it's time that we, you know, anytime you can have a, a something that represents being one. I feel like I got it right. That bill was headed to the governor's desk. Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Baseball action last night saw Ole Miss take on Kentucky at Kentucky and came away with a 2-1 win over the Wildcats. Rebels are 18-7, 3-4 in conference. Kentucky falls to 17-10, 2-5. Game 2 is today, 1 o'clock first pitch, 12-30 airtime on the Ole Miss Baseball Network. Mississippi State was at Arkansas last night. Arkansas pounded the Bulldogs 8-1. to Razorbacks improved to 20-4, 6-1 in the conference. The Bulldogs fall to 16-11, 3-4. Game 2 is tonight, 6-31st pitch, 6 o'clock airtime on the MSU Baseball Network. Southern Miss took on Louisiana Tech in Hattiesburg and came away with an 8-2 win over Louisiana Tech and first place in Conference USA. Eagles are now 18-7, and 6-1 in Conference USA. Louisiana Tech falls 18-8, 5-2 in the conference. They'll play again today at 2 o'clock. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. Okay, Mississippi. 
I can't leap the Beau Rivage in a single bound. But I do feel like a superhero because my parents got informed and we're vaccinated. So together, we stay safer and save lives. Vaccines are safe and available for children ages 5 to 11. If you were fully vaccinated five months ago or longer, the best defense is to get a booster. Be a superhero the Mississippi way. Get vaccinated or boosted today. Got questions? Connect with a physician of the Mississippi State Medical Association by visiting the MSWay.com. The NCAA Final Four field is set, and only one number one seed made it all the way through the tournament to the trip to New Orleans, and that will be the number one seed, Kansas Jayhawks, who will be taking on the Villanova Wildcats, who are number two seed. In the first semifinal game of the Final Four this afternoon, 5 o'clock will be the tip-off in New Orleans. And then in the other semifinal game will be the number two seed, Duke Blue Devils, with Coach Mike Krzyzewski aiming for his sixth national title before retiring at the end of the season. But the Blue Devils will have to get past their biggest nemesis, a number eight seed North Carolina Tar Heels. The Tar Heels defeated Duke 94 to 81 back in Coach K's final home game on March the 5th. The Duke-North Carolina game will tip off at 7.30 tonight. The winners of the games today will meet Monday for the championship game in New Orleans of the NCAA tournament. I'm Dixon Williams. This is a Super Talk Sports Mississippi. your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, 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 hello from Bolton, Mississippi at Gaddison McLaurin Mercantile. Yes, indeed. Hardware, feed, seed, and everything you need. This is the place. I have uh, quite enjoyed wandering about in here this morning there's always something else i'm looking for there's always people here that i'm so so glad to see and i advise you to come on over here grab a hat get a super talk mug we got all kinds of stuff here for you this morning you should come on and see us and by the way the donuts have been really good Not to mention the hot coffee. That's fun. Thank you very much to them for inviting me. I want to give you the Super Talk call line, 888-888-6837. That is the number here. And, of course, if you um, are are already a texter, Daniel will give you an opportunity to um, hear him read to me, probably, because we're talking about text here as well. Daniel, thank you so much for being there this morning. Um, What's on the text line? Well, we got quite a few texts that came in. Uh, well, let's go. Let's take them three at a time. Okay. Paul from Cleveland texted. He said, "Do you absolutely have to prune and cut back crepe myrtles every year?" Mm, good question. Go ahead. What's the next one? The next one is uh, from Maria in Madison. She said, "This is the second year something has eaten her canyon lilies before they even have a chance to get big enough to bloom. What can she do to re- prevent this? Something is clearly okay. eating them." That'll happen. <laughs> and what's another? Give me one more, and then I'll do these three. And then Trey in Grenada actually send us a picture of a bunch of beautiful plants here and he says that he's getting ready with Amish plants. Oh fun. Well go. That's wonderful. Um Trey's always got a beautiful beautiful planting up there. It's 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 bigger than my garden certainly. It may not be bigger than yours, but he's always got stuff going on. Really nice things. The canna lilies 
Real, I tell you what, Maria, the, 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 the issue here is how are they being eaten? In other words, if they're just sprouting out of the ground and something, something comes and chews the, bites the whole head off of them at one time, then you're going to have to be thinking about deer, okay, or some other very large mammal. The more likely situation, though, in my experience, is that that canna lily is probably coming up and then it's the, the top is being eaten out of it in the middle. And that is another way that the canna leaf roller can do the damage early on in the season. What you see usually is that the stem will come up and the, the leaf never unfurls because it's got the leaf rollers in it. But if you look and see, you may find that same critter in this circumstance. What I would like you to do, one of the ones that has been chewed and eaten, if it has been, if it's been chewed at the center, is to go ahead and cut that stem and look in it and see if you can actually find the little worm, the little um, larva that would be doing that damage. If, if it is, as I say, a bigger problem and the critter is eating it wholesale out of the ground, it's probably deer. And that's pretty rare because they're not, cannons are not high on their list, but you know, a thirsty deer is going to browse anything that's around that looks green and has liquid in it. So that would include those lilies. Paul, about pruning crepe myrtles yearly, you're talking about an argument that goes on across the South and through the generations. Um, some plantings of crepe myrtle really do need to be pruned each year. First of all, because they've been pruned each year, and if you don't, they end up with fewer flowers and very knobby looks, and they, they lose their grace. But if you've never pruned it at all, you don't have to. Um, varieties are really going to do just fine for you. They're, the varieties, particularly the ones that we get to plant now, have all sorts of qualities. You can get them that are four feet tall you can get them that are 30 feet tall you can get them that have peeling bark you can get them that don't you can get them with different color flower you know you can choose all of those things but very few of them actually have to be pruned in order to maintain the flowers the reason why we pruned crepe myrtles in the first place was because we wanted the flowers to be essentially on each side of the house and the trees were really really big so they cut them and kept them at the house level that also applies to an awful lot of other things but the crepe myrtles are the ones that we got most of the attention paid to we tend to do that so if you've pruned them for a long time and they look fine you're probably going to keep pruning them if you don't want to prune them this year and you miss pruning them this year or you move into a house for example where they weren't pruned before you got there they're not going to die but if you you will have to make a decision as to whether or not you want to go ahead and work with those knobs to get them to grow out of it and selectively choose the stems or whether you want to go back to pruning. So it's it's not necessary for the health of the plant. It can be necessary for the looks if the plant has been pruned a lot. But in my opinion, if I'm planting a crepe myrtle now, I don't want to plant one that needs to be pruned on a regular basis. So I'm going to select a variety that will grow to the height that I want it to in that particular space. So I hope that helps. What else you got there, Daniel? Well, before I get to more of the text messages, we actually got a call here from Greg from Houston who wants to ask you a question real quick. Okay, good. Hello, Greg. Welcome into the show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Garden Mama. Appreciate you taking my call. Love the show. Good to hear your voice. Uh, uh, Thank I you. live out here between Nelson and Amory, and uh, it's my grandparents' house. They've done went on to be with the Lord there long many years ago. But anyway, Mama really had a, a green thumb about everything, having a zagia bush, a 20 by 20, a rose bushes, this and that. And it's real beautiful in blue. But, Garden Mama, we had a hard freeze about three weeks ago, and I have nothing 
nothing in my yard that's in bud blue. Uh, could that could that be a cause of that? Or and also, uh, will it will it will it time will it come back or if it just, is it? But anyway, I, I have nothing in blue, nothing buds, nothing. Hard mama. Okay, and when you look around in your area, are other people's azaleas blooming? For example. No, ma'am. As a matter of fact, one of my grandma's, one of her best friends lives down the road. She has a beautiful yard also. And uh, she had, I noticed yesterday when I went by, she has nothing. But it's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. We, like I said, we yeah. had a real hard freeze there about three weeks ago right. down in the team. Right. And I was just wondering, uh, these azalea bushes are real sensitive. And uh, I was just wondering, uh, if it, maybe just how we just give up for this year and wait till next or what? Well, yes. I, w- I would not do anything to them except... Watch for how the new growth comes out. For example, you, you're going to go take your thumbnail probably and scratch on the ends of these branches just to be sure they're still alive, and I'm betting that they are. But it may have frozen the buds at the top. So if they never open, and you know you see them, they've either knocked off because of the cold or they open a little bit or they can't do anything at all. About a month from now, a little bit less than that, I would prune those shrubs even though it's 20 by 20, I would prune it a little bit at least to help get that damaged part off. But other than that, I wouldn't change anything that you're doing. A, cold, a late freeze like that, just like we can end up with no blueberries, we can end up with no azaleas, but it doesn't hurt the plants over the long term. It just sounds like a beautiful place where you live. I am uh, i haven't been to Amory in a long time either. I need to get around more. I would like to come see that plant, 20 by 20 azalea. That's marvelous. Thank you for calling today. I appreciate hearing from you, Greg. Take care of yourself. That's an interesting problem. We do see things that don't open up. I have early and late blueberries in my garden, and I have a fig that tends to leaf out at the first opportunity and another one that doesn't. And I noticed yesterday that the blueberries have all put on their fruit. They all, they've all managed to one bloom before, and I think one bloomed after one of the freezes, and they turned out to be okay. But I've got one fig that may or may not have made it. It's um, The other figs is leafing out, and this one that should be by now mm, hasn't quite made it yet. So I don't know if it's going to be it's going to end up needing to be replaced as a plant or not. Here at Gaddison McLaurin this morning in Bolton, welcome on in, everybody. This is a great opportunity for us to spend some time together. The Bonnie Plant Truck, because they're just about sold out back there. There are some plants still, so come on and check out what's still remaining from yesterday. But the truck will be here um, in about, oh, 20 more minutes, say, you know, 9.30, 9.45, and then we'll have the chance to get out there and really see what's going on in the plant department here at Gaddis and McLaurin. Everything else is cranked up and running, though, so y'all come on and, and check it out. Come and visit with us. It's a be- wonderful, wonderful day, beautiful day in Bolton, and I'm, I'm tickled to, to tell you that uh, everybody here is having a great time today. I'm glad of that. Daniel, do you have other texts? Yes, I do. So Jeff in Forest County, uh, he says, uh, Garden Mama, I gave a friend a tea olive tree. I stopped by to check on them a few weeks later, and his friend did not have a green thumb. He said, I kid you not, they had a can of green potted, and and it was potted with leaves. Okay. And then also, tree probably didn't look too good either <laughs> at that point. Yeah. And then we also got a text from Laura from Flora. Uh, she says, "Can being covered by too many leaves be what caused her daffodils to not come up?" 
Well, yeah, they can be too deep. Um, it, it's it, what happens is that one of two things happens. For example, if you have four inches of leaves on top of a bed where you've planted daffodils, you have to think about the fact that they they're going to have to come up through that. And so, if they are another three inches in the ground, which in some cases they are they may just not have been able to make it to the top. It's also true, though, that the water that needed to get to them may have gotten to the leaves and didn't manage to percolate down into the soil. And the reverse is also true. It could be that so much water came straight through there that the soil stayed wet, and because there were so many leaves on top, it couldn't dry out. So, yes, for various reasons, it it could happen that you would not have um, any any daffodils come up because of a thick coating of leaves. What I would do at this moment, though, is I'd go out and dig some up and see how they're looking. If they've got three-inch long stems on them and, and they're down underneath four inches of leaves or something like that, you may need to lift the whole planting a little bit. And certainly, you know, I'm, I'm not in favor of more than a couple of inches of mulch in, in any circumstances. Okay, on to the next. Okay, so the next one we have, and we actually have one more on top of that. Um, Ken texted us. He sent us a picture of this beautiful bush. Uh, it's a sideways picture, um, um, but the be- bush looks beautiful. It's full of pink flowers. And he also said, also a major problem with planting in bags is slugs and snails love to live under the bag and and invade a night. Mm-hmm. He's true that they'll come in. They'll come on at you at nighttime. You you see that even if you just stack up sacks of soil or bulge or anything else in your back garden, they'll you'll certainly find that the if you have snails and slugs, they'll be attracted to it. Anywhere that is warm and dark and moist, they're going to find. And it may be underneath that four inches of mulch. It could be under a bag. It could be any number of places. But when they're when they get to it. Your answer is always going to be diatomaceous earth. That's the answer to that problem. Thank you, Ken. Good one. That's a good one. And what else? Uh, the last it- text that we just got was from a guy named Papa D. Um, he says that Pine Hill Nursery is his favorite. Um, he uh, They bought an ash yesterday, a root-bound two-gallon pot, 10 feet tall. His question is, is that... Is this as fast as growing tree as it appears to be? Also, there's another. Is there not another common name? And last but not least, our potato vines are growing. Are going to take over North Pass Christian uh, smile. <laughs> and he says, uh, "Sign still lost in black in black sand." Oh, my goodness. Well, yes, now sweet potato vines will grow really rapidly past Christian. You're absolutely true. You do have to, it, what, I, what I have heard from people who live there is that they will get down and dig those potatoes up in the fall because they are so dense and so thick and they will multiply so quickly. You don't have to dig them up. But if they're getting in your way, yeah, you have to dig them up. That's the only way to get rid of them. And they do make potatoes. They're not particularly tasty from what I'm told. But um, in the case of the ash tree, yes, green ash is one of the trees that grows really rapidly. The whole ash family goes pretty quick. Um, I'm going to make sure that you slice through those roots um, before you drop that root ball into the ground since they're they're growing so tightly. And, And if you've got roots that are actually circling the pot inside, that's another case where you may have to slice off some at the bottom. But it can be done. I had to do that the other day. I left something in a container a little bit too long and ended up literally having to go get the shears to cut it apart. But it it works. You can get it to work, and it will happen. It will do. 
All right. Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate that. Thank you all for your calls and texts. I welcome you to get in touch here in the next several minutes um, as well. We'll have a good time. Actually, Nellie, we... Oh, sorry yes. about that. Um, mm-hmm. We actually have a caller uh, named Bob from Hattiesburg who wants to talk to you about growing mold. Hey, Bob, what's going on? Hey, Kendall, what's hey, going on, Bob? Mom, how you doing? Fine, thank you. What's up? All right, I have a quick question for you about growing mold. Uh, this is this is what it is. It's a block of uh, extra sharp cabbage cheese. That uh, been wrapped up in paper and in a Ziploc in the refrigerator, and it growed mold. Uh-huh. This is what I yeah. should do: is cut the visible mold off, put it in a Ziploc with some salt and cool water, and and uh, slosh it around. Let it sit about thirty minutes, and take it out and dry it out. Should there be a problem with eating it later? I'm not going to eat that. I'm going to cut the mold off and eat the rest. Thank you very much for calling today. I don't know anything about growing mold in that sense. I know about growing it for research projects, but um, I can't answer that one. Thank you, though. Daniel, I appreciate it. Let me know if we have other texts or other phone calls coming in. I appreciate that. No problem. I'll Um, give you a heads up. I have read those. Um, the, the, I've read a lot about what to do about the mold on cheese, and generally speaking, all I've really ever done myself was to cut it off and keep going. But that's another story. Hey, now guess what? We have big news about okra. Mm-hmm. That's right. We have big news about okra. Anyway, <laughs> that may seem almost comical, but it's not. We certainly are the part of the world that loves okra more than any place else. Although I have to say, anywhere that there's a plate of fried okra to be had, somebody's going to enjoy it. But these days, everybody's, you know, I always maintain, and I have told you all that there is a reason for everything. So if you're one of those people that doesn't think okra should exist, (laughs) and I know you're out there because I've heard from you before, I want you to know that indeed the new research, Tarleton University in Tarleton State University in Texas is letting us know that in our battle against those microplastics, you know, we've talked here for years about the increasing numbers that are being found in water supplies. Now they're being found in blood. They're being, you know, the the microplastics that are just really in everything. They are so minuscule and you can't get them to go away. Well, you're looking for something that will allow them to hang on. They're called flocculants, and the chemical ones can be a bit of a problem. Okra. Okra, my friends, is the coming solution. There'll be more research about it, and I'll talk about it here on Weekend Gardening.
that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie and Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. NextGuard, a Fox Alonor, is the number one vet-recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. And its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs, too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit NextGuardForDogs.com to learn more. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. (laughs) Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 
The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. to put on my traveling shoes today here at Gaddison McLaurin. Um, I'm tickled tickled to be here at Gaddison McLaurin. always enjoy having the chance to get out and talk to people, been answering questions here during the break and getting a chance to visit with some old friends and some new ones as well. So that's really a joy for me. Thank you very, very much to the folks here uh, for letting me come out and, and do this broadcast because, well, it's just a lot, a lot of fun. And this is a wonderful event. We are lining up for that Bonnie truck. Going to be here just very shortly. And, of course, um, one of the things that we always talk about when we come here is our friends that work here. Pierre is the manager of the store. Kendall Garraway owns it. And they're just really nifty, wonderful folks. I was glad to get to see Frank Tullis this morning. But i got to tell you something. Gladys Lauren is the cutest thing around here. She is the the store pet and she is the cutest pup that you have ever seen she's really having uh, a big day today there's a lot of people that want to come and talk to her for a good reason she's cute and very well behaved by the way she's wears a big bell it's just very funny it's not quite a cowbell but it's almost a cowbell well top of the news in our world today you know, I, as somebody who has uh, been living, has lived through the launch of the Hubble and the repair of the Hubble and the, the surprises that the Hubble telescope has brought to us, I'm happy to tell you that NASA Goddard is letting us know this morning that we now have reached an extraordinary new benchmark. They are already just we're, we're over the moon for this one. There's a really cool no, new thing. We we're able, able to see the light of a star that existed within the first billion years of the Big Bang. All right. In other words, this is the farthest away individual star that we as human beings have ever been able to see, all thanks to the Hubble Space Telescope. This has been a really good piece of a project if you worked on it it may have been 30 years ago but you still have the opportunity to see the discoveries that the hubble makes and the things that it brings to us are all really very exciting but especially when we are able to see this star that we've never seen the farthest away individual star that we have ever seen is now in our view thanks to the hubble that's really wonderful but we've got some news closer to home that may or may not be exactly what you want to hear about it is important to know though if you were if you ever went to school and learned about trees they taught you that those the trees did not 
if they were tropical, did not have rings in the same way that, a say, a tree in the forest here would have in, in central Mississippi because the rings represent the the changes in the climate over the years and because the climate in the tropics is considered to be fairly stable the rings don't develop well turns out they do (laughs) all that stuff that you learn turns out not to be right the university of arizona is letting us know that indeed the lack of temperature and rain fluctuations do exist and and indeed they're now able to measure them because we're finally able to see this at a level that we were not able to see before that's pretty exciting there's someone here holding up a fruit tree and plant guard and a daconil fungicide i've got to find out what this is tell me what you're doing who, who are we trying to hurt <laughs> we clearly want to fix something yeah the lemon tree let me see we're, we're talking about a lemon tree with some um with, with a particular issue on it no you don't need all that and you don't really need all this either y'all don't have spinosad hmm okay well i'll come back there and find something else for you at the break these are going to be this is actually more than you need because this is going to take care of insects and diseases and you don't have anything but a simple black fungus growing on there so we're going to try to arrest it (laughs) hey nelly yes sir um we actually got a couple calls here um one is from dave from forest who wants to talk about a plant called lapia okay put him on let's talk to dave hey dave Good morning. Tell me what lapia is good for ridge gourd. Um, uh, rid, spell it for me. Ridge gourd. Okay. All right. I know a lot about gourds, but I don't know that other word that you gave to me. Um, tell me what you want to do and what you need also, to know about it. I, I think. It's also called Lafia or something like that. Lufa, L-U-F-F-A. There yeah, you go. That's, that's, a, that's another name for Lufa or Luffa gourd. Luffa gourds are a long-season um, squash, basically, the same thing as any of the others. The gourds are all related in that same family with squash and pumpkins and whatnot. So they take a long time. They make a lot of vine. And in my experience, I have grown Lufa or Luffa many times and love it very much because you you can eat it when it's little. It's called Chinese okra when it's little, although it's not okra. But when it's about four or five inches long, you can slice it up and stir fry it or steam it or use it in any of those kind of same ways that you might do a squash. But when it gets longer and gets to be 18 inches or something, it's it's a gourd at the gourd point where it has dried inside and has become a really sponge product on the interior. So you soak the skin off and take the skin, soak the skin, take it off, and the inside becomes that loofah sponge that you'll pay 7 or $8 for in the fancy grocery store or the fancy pharmacy. Uh, or you'll find it, it'll be in a kit with other skin products and stuff because it's a wonderful um way to exfoliate or to just clean things that are that are really need that softer touch there it's a scrubby but it's not a scrubby like a plastic scrubby it's one you can use on your skin so the way to grow them is full sun uh, put them underneath something they can climb on whether it's a fence or a tree or something if it's a tree though don't let it go too high up or you won't be able to harvest the fruits and then it's going to take probably three months for them to get as big as you would want to harvest sponges don't take quite as long quite as long to get them to the stage where they're edible. 
pool, so I'm out okay. some water, but not a whole lot. Okay? I thank you for the information. Sure. Glad to help. Let me know when you get them grown. They're, it's a beautiful plant, too, by the way. It has great big yellow flowers and, you know, looks like kind of like a cucumber climbing up somewhere, except that it's just another kind of a gourd. Okie doke. Hey, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Glad you called today. It's good to hear from you. Here at Gaddison McLaurin, we're talking to folks. I can see that, you know, they always, at their open house, they always serve up some some delicious food. And I see all of that heading outside now the, between the mayonnaise and mustard packets and the buns and the one thing and another. This is it's turning into lunchtime before you know it up here. So much fun. And such a good place to be, such a great place to shop anytime, but especially when I'm here. <laughs> good morning. Thanks, y'all, for coming. Good to see you. And we also got one more caller on the call line from Jim from Laurel who wants to talk about refertilizing old plants. All right. Hey, Jim, what's up? Hello, Jim. Good morning, Garden Mama. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling today. Hello. I'll talk about what he wanted me to talk about, and you can just pot him down and he can listen. Um, if we're talking about fertilizing plants, this is a great time to start, whether it is the perennials that you want the flowers from this summer or whether it is the trees and shrubs that have already bloomed that you're trying to get to grow some more, whether it's something you just planted or whether it's something that's been there for ages. This is the time of year to fertilize just about everything in your garden. If there's something specific that you don't think you should be fertilizing and you want to ask me about it, I'll be happy to take that question. I am really tickled to tell you I I, I can't claim to be a Clemson fan, okay? I'm, an, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. But there's a lot of really good research that comes out of their horticulture school. And I do have an awful lot of friends that went to horticulture school there. The Journal Evolution is reporting to us today that there is a quality of flower petals that is much like the, anything that you think you see but you don't see. In other words, these are unseen colors. These are the, the reverberative colors is what they're called in, in my world. But, for example, they they have found that the bright yellow flowers of the Argentina, um, which is called silverweed, by the way, actually are the, the, there are colors there that are visible only in the ultraviolet spectrum. And that means that they are more able to respond to a changing environment than ones that don't have that particular quality. What we're able to understand now is that having these unseen colors, which sounds crazy, but it's an unseen color, they're letting us know growing them at different elevations gave them this opportunity to better understand the roles of the different UV absorbing chemicals that are in the flower petal. And so by doing that, they were able then to see which ones were pollinated more effectively and which ones had better reproductive habits. In this case, they found out that those unseen colors really do, it really does depend on where the plant's growing as to where it's going to have more and where it's going to have less. But when we find that optimum spot, indeed, we're better able to rely on that plant and ultraviolet absorption, it, and in fact, that's just the biochemistry of the whole thing. It is indeed a trait that leads to different perceptions, both of 
the way the UV is absorbed by the plant, and the way we can or cannot see it. It's all in the biochemistry. Those are the things, if we're able to give them, give them an opportunity to grow where they can have more of these unseen colors, then we end up with more of the opportunity to give them the chance to grow and to be pollinated and to survive the changes that they're all living through at this time. So it's very, very exciting. Um, a wide range of plants, it turns out, have concentrations of UV-absorbing chemicals at the base of the flower's petals, in other words, close to the center. But the tips of the petals tend to reflect the UV. So this is sort of what creates the bullseye for the pollinators. And the greater that is, the more dramatic the bullseye is, and therefore the easier it is for them to get pollinated. Pretty interesting stuff. I like that. Hey, Nelly. I Yes, sir. Um, I got Jim back on the line. He said he wants to try one more time. All righty. Hey, Jim. Welcome into the show. What's up? I can hear you now, Mom. Good, good. A couple, three or four years ago, I I saved a tomato plant and kept it all winter. and It made tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And I kept it under a plastic container with a light on it, but it's about like golf balls. It finally died. Now, I got a jalapeno plant here this is starting its third year. Mm-hmm. But it's about three foot tall, and I kept it under a light, the LEDs, and the top yeah. of it like died out. But uh, I got new growth coming all out of the forks and stuff. Do I mm-hmm. trim the dead part off or wait till it keeps growing some before I trim it? And will it ever get big enough where the frost won't hurt it? <laughs> well, the last one is no. <laughs> it won't. It may adapt. And be less vulnerable to frost, but bell peppers, I mean, bell peppers of any sort are not hardy outside of the subtropics. And we're not, close as it's getting, we're not quite there yet. Um, yes, you should trim off any part of it that is dead. What happens with an old plant like that is parts that have either maybe died from cold or died from, you know, age or I don't know, whatever kills off the tip of a plant. What happens is the plant will then continue to try to pump water and nutrients into that part of the plant. And if you cut it off, it, it'll stop trying to do that, and it'll send it into the parts of the plant that are still alive and give you a little bit more growth, I hope. Cross my fingers. Put some fertilizer in that water. Three-year-old bell pepper. Three years yeah, old. No, just a jalapeno. Jalapeno pepper. Either way. Do it. Just Thank you much. Good it. to hear from you. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a triumph. And yes, but it's not ever going to be hardy outside. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, one of the things that we always talk about with jalapenos is um, how do you like them? Do you like the taste? Do you like the hot? Do you like the seeds? Do you take the seeds out? And all of those sorts of things. I have um, I have a jar of pickled jalapenos at my house, and they have gotten so hot that I have to actually cut them open and take the seeds out in order to put them in my nachos and you know how i love hot peppers so they're usually not anywhere near hot enough but i can now definitively say that pickling increases the heat (laughs) for sure no doubt about that oh i mentioned when bill maley was here in the last hour that there was the uh, invasive Asian needle ant, and I believe I said it was in the east. It's actually in Europe. So let me let me let me give a, a little bit of comfort to my friends in Boston. <laughs> it's not you. It is in fact um, over in the uh, Asian needle ant invading Europe again without predators. Just got there and now it's there. 
Oh, there's so many things we have to worry about. Indigenous and native and not native and friendly but not friendly. All of those kinds of qualities of plants and, yep, the insects that come along with them. Thank you so much for being here. Stick around. we got a ways to go. This is Weekend Gardening. Right now, you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Think of all the comforts your family enjoys around your home. When you include propane appliances throughout your home, you can have even greater comfort from endless hot water to softer clothing and cozier heat on cold winter days. With an all-propane home, you'll also enjoy greater efficiency and energy savings compared to all electric homes. Go to PERC.com and ask why propane. The answer will be clear. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents And Doug Check it out, Lemu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. (laughs) Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemu, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. NextGuard of Fox Alonor is the number one vet-recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. And its delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs, too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NextGuard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit nextcardfordogs.com to learn more. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. 
We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. We all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family, you can't keep going. That's where My Computer Career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even with no prior experience. Impossible? You learn online from home, and My Computer Career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. are live at Gaddis and McLaurin having a big time talking to people here today all about their plants and the things that they're wanting to control and the things that they're wanting to encourage and the things that they've got going on, the things they want to do. All of those things make sense to me. And of course, because you know me, I'm, I'm always talking about what's going to be growing or what is already growing. And in my case, this particular year, it's getting close to onion time. Yes, that's right. Some of them are blooming. Some of them have already gotten pulled and are sitting aside waiting to be consumed. I don't think I'm going to be quite as busy in the onion business next year as I have been this past year. But it has been fun to watch the different kinds of onions and the way they grow. I am on the search for, if you happen to be anywhere and you run across what are known as Louisiana shallots. I would love to have some of those too. It's a different it's a different shallot, but I, I grow French shallots, but I would like to grow the other one as well. I really want you to know how much fun it is to come to a hardware store, a mercantile as they say, that has got everything you're looking for and all the right sweet people to serve you and help you find out what it is answer your questions find the product find the tool you're going to find it here at gaddis and mclaurin they've been here of course since 1871 and indeed their their business has only grown over time um, i want you to i want to be sure that you have lots and lots of good reasons to come here so you need to know that there's everything in gaddis and mclaurin from the feed to the farm to the everything and in fact there's some really beautiful bird feeders and also some decor and i use that word friendly home done things beautiful things um and i don't mean like you know like i would make i mean like really people that know what they're doing in the in the crafts industry are doing there's uh beautiful woodcuts and lovely things that you can add to your decor indoors and out that you will find here you'd be surprised at what all turns up when you walk through the store indeed um 
just everything, tools and gloves and wind chimes. And, hand- and by the way, the wind chimes are on sale. If you know somebody that is, needs a housewarming gift or is getting married, I can't think of a better present than some of these magnificent, beautiful, tuned, gorgeous, made in the United States, gorgeous wind chimes. I love these things. They're just beautiful. The friendly and knowledgeable staff here, of course, answers questions and talks and finds solutions to things every day. Um, this is It's a really fun place to visit. And indeed, one of the things that we have... Uh, have to talk about all the time is where are you going to go when you need a good piece of advice for those beans or the corn or those chickens that you've decided to take up they're they're not going to be anything but helpful i have been places in my lifetime and asked questions and felt like i was well let's just face it you know I, i wasn't getting i wasn't asking the right question or i was a little green around the gills on the subject or whatever it is but the good news is when you find the people that are going to help you, you're going to find them and you're going to keep going back to them. And that's why Gaddis and McLaurin has been here since 1871. Weekend gardening, of course, rolls along. I'm happy to tell you that it's my joy to be here. One of the things that um, has always been a, really just tickles me about gardening is how we look at our hands. When I look at my hands, I see hands that have worked. I see hands that are pretty busy. I see, well, nobody wants this manicure, I'll tell you that. But when we talk about what we can do and what we're doing with our work and our plants, a lot of it does come down to whether or not you want to use your hands, what kind of tool you have. I like gloves, but I also like occasionally to reach in when I'm going to do the pinching, like, for example, the Claire Curtis mums are coming up in the front garden. Some of them have already sprouted about a foot tall. I know I need to pinch those. And if I wait a long time, I'll be able to go out there with the head shears and simply chop them off. Because, you know, you've got to cut those things back a few times to keep them from being too tall when they bloom. But this year, I've decided I'm going to try to pinch. So I was out there the other day pinching these taller stems. And I'm really happy to tell you that when you have a tender stem... It makes a clean cut. It's just as good as it could be. All right? So don't don't overlook using your hands. Um, when we do, sometimes when we go to plant seeds, we get all the complicated stuff, and really all you needed to do was put on your gloved hand and draw a little finger line through the soil and plant the seeds in a row. That's all it took. If you're interested in learning more about vegetable gardening, I hope you'll get in touch with me, mamaonair at yahoo.com. I am thinking about um, taking up a particular question and answer session or a particular teaching gig um, doing that. I, I haven't figured out quite how yet, but if I can get a number of people that are willing to be on the Zoom with me, I believe I can do it. I know I can do it from my back garden and have an opportunity to show you some things at the same time that we have some good times together, just frankly talking about growing vegetables. More and more people want to grow at least a little of their own food. I, for a long time, have told you this and have said it again and again, but I'm telling you, It's all coming to pass. Seed companies are selling out. Plant companies are selling more and more than they have before. And frankly, if you want to get into being a grower of small transplants, this would be a good time to do that, too, because we are really we are seeing a boom in gardening that we have not seen before. I hope that you are. Really as as interested as I am in the future tomato crop, we were talking a minute or so ago with someone about 
growing okra. I said, I don't grow okra anymore because everybody grows it and I can just go buy some that's really just as good as the okra that I would have ever grown. But if you're going to pickle okra, you better be planting. You better be getting that going. And remember, the trick to that, of course, is not only your variety choice, but also picking it every morning at about 5 o'clock when it's only short enough to still fit in the jar that you're trying to make the pickles in. It can be quite an experience, trust me. Something that you may not know, and I certainly didn't, guess what? Spiders use their webs like an amplifier. That's right. Think about this now. I'm leaving you with this today because... I'm so fascinated by the way that we do. We, you understand, we see a spider web and we just think, oh, isn't that pretty? Or we think, oh, I'm, I'm upset about it. I'm freaked out, whatever it is. But it turns out that the orb weaving spiders, those are the ones from Charlotte's Web, in case you didn't know that, are absolutely as cool as you think they are. They have used their, they use their webs as extended auditory rays to be able to capture more sounds around them. And frankly, Know when something's coming to try and give them some trouble or give them, a, you know, maybe eat them or something. A single strand of spider silk is so thin and sensitive that, yes, it detects the movement of vibrating air particles that make up a sound wave. This would have made sense for a long time, but we didn't know that it was true. And now we know that it's true. If it works in nature, maybe we better have a closer look at it. I would love to think that we could get as thin a um, a, a thin a, a hearing device as a spider's web to amplify our hearing would make an awful lot of sense and something it would be something that we could really very very much benefit from. Now talk about something you're going to benefit from though that is coming right over here to Gaddis and McLaurin. Now they're here. Guess what? Lunch is getting cooked. There's coffee still there's sodas and water there's food to eat there's great bargains to be had and yeah there's bonnie plants y'all now come on thank you so much for being with me today thanks so very much to the folks here at gaddison mclaurin for having me thanks daniel for all your help this is weekend gardening Weekend Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of TeleSouth Communication. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Hello, everyone. I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey, Bob. You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know, man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law, and it's just the right thing to do. 
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 